This is a Cortez Currents news update. From December to February, we aim to immunize approximately 150,000 individuals. As of Sunday, 24,139 people have received a COVID-19 vaccine in British Columbia. Limited supplies of the vaccine have arrived in Island Health. Yesterday, Dr. Bonnie Henry outlined the first steps of the plan to eventually vaccinate everyone in the province. Our focus for the next uh, for the next month till the end of January, so from the doses we received already to the to February, is residents and staff of long-term care, and we have said that from the very beginning. Those are the people that we know need our protection most, and that's approximately seventy thousand individuals across the province. We also know that uh, people who are living in assisted living are also at higher risk because of the communal living setting for this to be spread very, very quickly. And that's approximately 13,000 individuals. We, are, we also want to make sure that those people who are in hospitals right now awaiting placement in a long-term care home are protected so that they can get into those care homes as soon as they're available. And that includes about 2,000 people in uh, um, awaiting long-term care placement, either in the community or in hospitals. As well, we know that it has been the most challenging for families and those with loved ones in long-term care and assisted living. And we will be ensuring as well that essential visitors are able to access immunization. Our second important goal, of course, is to make sure that our health care system is protected and is able to operate and efficiently. And we have seen a number of outbreaks in, long in our acute care facilities. And not only does it affect operations because of people being sick and it being transmitted, but also staff need to be off because they uh, have been exposed. So it is important for us to make sure that we are protecting, particularly those people who are on the front line the COVID response and keeping our health system um, available for everybody else. And that includes uh, ICU, emergency departments, paramedics who do transports back and forth and uh, work in long-term care and in our hospitals, um, and, and key people for the response. And that's approximately 30,000 healthcare workers around the province. In addition, we have a, an important commitment to remote and isolated First Nations communities that we need to, we've seen the devastation that can happen if this virus gets into those communities. As well, we know the access to care is much more challenging, particularly as we're heading into winter months. In phase two, provincial health authorities will focus on community-based seniors over the age of 80. Um, and for Indigenous people, we've lowered that age group, recognizing the higher risk of having some more severe illness in that age group. People experiencing homelessness and using shelters, and as we've mentioned as well, uh, we've had a number of outbreaks, particularly the downtown east side. We've had a couple of shelter outbreaks in Fraser Health. And again, people who are in uh, using shelters who are in those situations are much more likely to end up in hospital. As well, we have a responsibility for other communal living uh, where we know people are at risk, and that includes our correctional facilities, um, group homes, and mental health residential care. 
We are also looking at how we can identify people who have uh, home care and home support and making sure both recipients and staff who work in those sectors are immunized as a priority and additional both hospital staff and community health care workers including GPs and specialists and others. As well, we are continuing our work with First Nations communities to identify the at-risk communities across BC. So that is our plan for what we know right now for the first quarter of 2021. More vaccine will become available later in the year. The contracts for Pfizer and Moderna will scale up come March. So we are expecting to have way more of that vaccines, those vaccines um, once we get into April, May. We also expect approval in Canada of additional vaccines and we've heard that the AstraZeneca vaccine has been approved for use in, in the UK. We know that Health Canada has received at least some of the data and has started the expedited review process both for AstraZeneca and Janssen. Um, we don't know the exact timelines but we're hopeful that those will be approved for use in Canada sometime um, in the first quarter of this year uh, as well. Um, we, however, um, the, the thing that we also know is the contracts, uh, particularly for these vaccines, don't come into play until quarter two uh, uh, in Canada. So we may not um, receive uh, the Janssen and Janssen or the AstraZeneca vaccine until April, depending on uh, the contracts and depending on, on production worldwide. So there's a lot of unknowns still about those vaccines, although we are, of course, hopeful that Jan uh, the AstraZeneca vaccine, as we know, um, is very effective and it can be transported at fridge temperatures, which makes it um, much easier for us to use. So contingent on supply, our plan is to begin our mass vaccination strategy based on age and then descending in five-year cohorts after our 80-plus uh, priority population is, is completed. And we are working on how do we do that to make sure that it's accessible and fair for people around the province. And we will be um, detailing that um, later on this month. You've been listening to select clips from Dr. Bonnie Henry's outline of the plan to eventually vaccinate everyone in British Columbia against COVID-19 